Welcome, this is your host, Juan Marquez at the Rooted Faith Podcast. Excited that you decided to tune in today. If it's your first time here, welcome. If you're a repeated guest, well, welcome back, right? We're excited. It is uh, January 1st, 2021, first day of the year, first Friday of the year. Happy New Year's to everyone on behalf of my family and uh, all of us over here. So just wanted to uh, welcome you to this podcast. Um, this podcast is a bit different. Throughout each podcast, I'm going to give you something called the rooted word. That word is what the one word, the key word we're going to be concentrating um, in each individual podcast. And uh, that word today is patience. Patience. That's going to be your rooted word for the day. So I want to give a thanks to the Lord and shout out to the Holy Spirit always for the inspiration behind this podcast today. Patient faith. Uh, also, I, I invite you guys to always allow yourselves to be inspired by others, right? Um, I, I want to give a shout out to my God sister, Christine Avila, out there in Connecticut. She preached the word um, on holding on to his garment. And through that word, as I was listening to her preach, uh, the spirit of the Lord sparked up this patient faith that Jairus had to have in order to receive the miracle of healing for his daughter. So always be open for inspiration. Always be open to be inspired uh, by the Holy Spirit, by others as well that God has positioned and given them the opportunity to share his word. So let's go with today's podcast. It's called Patient Faith. And I'm going to be talking about the story in the book of Mark, chapter five, verses 21 through 43. And it tells the story of a 12-year-old girl who is in need of healing and uh, a woman who for 12 years has suffered with a sickness as well. Um, in your own private devotion, you can sit there and read the, the entire story. I'm going to paraphrase a bit throughout, but I want to concentrate on verses 21 through 24 in the book of Mark chapter 5. And the word I'll be reading out of the NIV version says, When Jesus had again crossed over by boat to the other side of the lake, a large crowd gathered around him while he was by the lake. Then one of the synagogue leaders named Jairus came, and when he saw Jesus, he fell at his feet. He pleaded earnestly with him, My little daughter is dying. Please come and put your hands on her so that she will be healed and live. So Jesus went with him. Um, so I wanna talk about the opportunity or the situation in this story. And I'm going to paraphrase a bit again, like I stated before, and, and get to the, to the nitty gritty. <laughs> um, the fact that Jairus as a father leaves his home in hope of a miracle to find the teacher, to find Jesus so he can heal his daughter. Now, Jairus leaves his home knowing that he may never see his daughter alive again. This is ever present in his mind. And I want to concentrate on Jairus's attitude of waiting while observing a healing miracle on a stranger while his loved one is still in jeopardy 
of dying. I want to talk a little bit about how Jairus acted, his character, his demeanor, his posture in the middle of a crisis. I'm a father to two daughters, a 16-year-old and a 12-year-old. I've I've been in situations where they've been in hospital beds and uh, it's a desperate situation. I can imagine, you know, that today, day and age, uh, we have 911. I can call 911 and boom, you know, we have an ambulance here taking my daughters to the hospital immediately. But in those days, uh, there was no 911. There was no way of getting someone quick to your house. So I can imagine, imagine Jairus' desperation of leaving his home, going from village to village, trying to find out where is this Jesus. Uh, sleepless nights, not hungry, just really in full mode, you know, getting ready to find this gentleman named Jesus that holds the key because he's heard that he can heal the sick. And he reaches Jesus. And it's understanding to me that as he, as he reaches Jesus, right, Jesus is not by himself. In many occasions, we find that in the story of the Bible that Jesus is by himself or he's just with his disciples. But at this point, when he finds Jesus, Jesus is surrounded by a huge crowd of individuals who are just following him, heard the miracles, seeing what he has done. And, and Jairus just comes in and, and just sees this multitude of hundreds and thousands of people following Jesus, surrounded by Jesus. And somehow as a father, he says, I've come this far. I'm going to find a way. I'm going to break through and I'm going to get to Jesus. And the story breaks in and it says, and he reaches Jesus, right? And and, and he falls at his feet. And and I love the utter desperation of probably in his last breath was like, I finally found you. Listen, I've been searching for you. My daughter is dying. If you could just come to my house and, and put your hands upon her, I know that she will be well. And, um, I don't know what Jesus saw in Jairus, but I can tell you that Jesus is always in position to help. Jesus is always in position to to come in to all of those of us that invite him. He wants to heal. He wants to restore. He wants to help. He wants to pick you up. Uh, He's always available to enter into someone who just opens up themselves in the situation they find themselves in and invite him in. And it says that Jesus goes ahead and says, let's go. So now the crowd is moving. I would imagine that Jairus is like, finally, I've made it. I'm here. I'm ready to to bring Jesus. Healing is coming to my house. Um, And whatever hunger or thirst that Jairus may have had, it all dissipated. It all went away. It's like, okay, I'm done. I'm on my way home. I can't wait um, to see my wife's reaction, my family's reaction, my community's reaction, because I'm walking in with Jesus. And on his way there, unbeknownst to him, there was a an unexpected pause, an unexpected hidden pause, something that wasn't part of Jairus' plans, something that he didn't calculate, something that he could not foresee, uh, a sneaky, what I like to call a sneaky miracle creeped up, a sneaky miracle popped up and everything stops. You may be asking yourself, if you're not familiar with the story, what happens? As Jesus is walking, 
There is a woman, a woman that for the last 12 years has been sick. Bible says that she has spent all of her money, all of her resources, all that she had to heal this sickness where she had a blood flow that was consistent for 12 years nonstop. This blood flow, uh, I would imagine, caused her uh, issues in her relationship. She couldn't consistently probably work because she couldn't be well. Um, due to the law, she was unclean for 12 years, which means she couldn't come in contact with people, couldn't go to the synagogue, could not go anywhere due to the laws that was in place. Um, but she heard of Jesus and she did not want to interrupt Jesus. Two different approaches, right? Jairus runs to Jesus. Jairus has a, a, a an idea of I'm going to confront Jesus. I'm going to throw myself at his feet and I'm going to speak to him. Her approach was I'm not worthy of that yet. I'm not, I'm not enough to do that. I understand that if anybody catches me here in this condition due to the law, I could be stoned to death. Because that's what the law stated. And she just proposes in her heart and she says, if I just reach and touch the hem of his garment, I know that I would be healed. So she reaches in through the crowd. She touches the garment. Jairus is walking and all of a sudden everything stops. Can you imagine walking with Jesus? You have the answer. You have the solution. You're already anticipating your miracle happening. Your Jairus is anticipating the crowd, seeing his daughter getting up, anticipating his wife's smile, anticipating all his dreams and hopes and everything. And all of that, all of a sudden. And Jairus looks around and is like, what's going on? And Jesus stops. And he, 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 he poses a couple of questions. Can you imagine the patience? that Jairus needed to have to just stand there and hear this play out. Because as they're walking, Jesus stops and asks, who touched me? Now the disciples are looking around and, 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 and they're looking at him and they're looking at themselves and they're like, uh, what do you mean? The crowd is around you. How, why do you ask who touched me? There's hundreds of people. We couldn't know who touched you. And he says, no. Power and virtue was drawn out of me. Someone received what they were looking for. And as he utters those words, the woman, the culprit pops up. The unexpected pause all of a sudden has a voice. The hidden miracle all of a sudden shows up out of the shadows and says, I am her. I touched you and I immediately was healed. And Jesus engages in a conversation with her and tells her, go, your faith has made you well. Now, throughout all of this, Jairus is still standing there. <laughs> he didn't yell. Jairus did not get angry. He didn't get frustrated. He did not interrupt. He showed a patient face. His character comes out and he is there, probably is eating him inside. He's probably being consumed. He's probably bothered and upset, but he is holding it all together inside through a patient faith. And I'm here to tell you that a patient faith is not a delayed faith. 
Having faith in something that you don't see, even though you're waiting on it, it doesn't mean that you are delaying your faith. See, Jairus understood a key element of the one who was beside him. He understood that what he had next to him was a healer. He understood this is all I have, all my hope. I am all in on Jesus. And I want to invite you today to be all in on Jesus. Because when you can be all in on Jesus, then you can find hope. No matter of the circumstances, no matter of the pauses, no matter of the sneaky miracles from strangers in your life as you're walking towards your miracle pop up. I'm here to tell you he is the answer because he is the walking life. Now, Jairus' patience, write this down. Jairus' patience leads to hope in healing. Follow me along with this one. I'm going to pose this question for you today. What if your patience in trusting God's word is going to produce a hope miracle that will confirm to you that everything is going to be all right? Mm-mm-mm. What if you being patient in faith produces a miracle that you can hold on to the hope that what you're waiting for is possible? See, because up to this point in Jairus' life, he has heard that Jesus healed. What motivated and pushed Jairus to go past the cities and ask everybody and go through the crowd and bow on his feet and plead his case to Jesus was on nothing that he had saw but what he had heard. But this delayed faith, this delayed patience faith, this unexpected pause in his life caused a miracle, caused for Jairus to see the one thing he was hoping for, which was healing for his daughter. He could have gotten angry. He could have gotten bitter. He could have gotten impatient, but he stayed patiently. And by doing so, he witnessed what he had heard and came seeking for. See this pause that Jairus was not expecting produced two things for him. It gave him strength and it gave him hope. I'm here to tell you in the pause of your miracle, Jesus is not absent. Jesus never left the scene. My God. He never left the scene. He was still the main character. The plot shifted. The plot changed. Characters were coming in and out of the plot, but Jesus was still the main character. And I'm here to tell you, it doesn't matter the interruptions. It doesn't matter the pauses that you don't expect. Stay patient in your faith because Jesus is with you. A patient faith leads to miracles of hope. Celebrate someone else's miracle as you receive your hope because your is about to become true because you walk with Jesus. As long as you're walking with Jesus, your miracle is a possibility. Now, we know that Jairus was married. I'm married myself. And for those of you that are married, husbands or or wives, and and even if those of you that are hearing me that are not married, listen to this. You know, uh, the Bible doesn't say, but I always like to, you know, think outside the box a bit. 
Now, there could have been one more motivating factor for Jairus to bring Jesus. He most likely told his wife, I was going to bring help and most likely told himself, I'm not going to go home alone and empty handed. He probably told his wife, I'm going to do whatever I do. When I come back, I'm going to bring back a solution. That's the faith that drew Jairus. But the Jairus that's coming back is the Jairus that has seen, that has strength, that has seen a healing happen and is bringing that hope with him. It is important for you guys to understand this, for all of you that are listening to me to understand this. Because the next thing that happens as he is excited to see the healing in this woman and he's at an all time high as he's walking, he sees servants running from the direction of his home, yelling and screaming and waving their hands most likely. And they tell him, your daughter has died. Do not bother the teacher. Do not bother the master. And as all hope is drawn away from his body, as everything is just broken in him, he tries to let go of Jesus. But Jesus seeing the patient faith of Jairus, looks at him and says to him, we are gonna see this through together. Let's go. Let's go. Your patient faith will move God to a let's go action in direction to your miracle. It was the faith, the patient faith of Jairus that motivated Jesus to say, you have been running and coming for me. You have been chasing me for so long. You have worshiped me when you came to my feet. You have walked with me. You have stopped with me. You have led me to your home. I have observed you from up close. So I'm going to honor your patient faith and I'm going to see this through with you. And the Bible says that Jesus takes three of his disciples, walks into a community that's crying, a mother that's distraught, tells the kids and the family, get out of the room, walks into the room, looks at the girl. But before he says that, before he does all that, he tells the father, she is not dead. She is only sleeping. I'm here to tell you your miracle is not dead. I'm here to tell you if you just persist and have patience and faith and trust in God, your miracle is only sleeping. It doesn't matter who has mourned your miracle. It doesn't matter the people that are talking. It doesn't matter those that are trying to grab your attention. It doesn't matter those that have declared. It doesn't matter what the doctor said, what your employer said, what your, your psychologist said, what the police people said, what your people said about your marriage that is dead, that is dead, that is dead. I'm here to tell you it's only sleeping. It's only dermin. Jesus is walking into the room right now and it says that he pushed all those people out to the side. He walks into the room and he sees the girl and he tells her Talita Kum 
Which means, little girl, I say to you, get up. Immediately, the girl stood up and she began to walk around. I'm here to tell you that it's going to be an instant healing, an instant miracle, and you're going to enjoy your miracle, and it's gonna, you're going to walk it out. You're going to walk out your miracle. You're going to walk out your breakthrough. You're going to walk out your deliverance. You're going to walk out in your healing. You're going to walk it out. It's not going to be slow paced. She said she got up, and she walked. She got up, and she walked. And then he said to them, feed her something to eat. Like I told you today, your root word for today's podcast is patience. Have a patient faith. And remember, a delayed response is not a no. This is your host, Juan Marquez. And I pray that this has been a blessing to your life as it has been mine. Until next time, stay blessed. Stay rooted.